Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Tonight on the show, Zach, we are starting the fan club that I think Australia has been crying out for. And Dom, I'm so glad that you put your hand up for this. Yep. And you've gone, I've seen... A gap in the market. That's it. I've seen an opportunity jump in. And although I'm not sure if I support the idea of the fan club, <laughs> yeah. I like that you're giving it a go. Look, there's some big fan clubs around the world, Zach. Obviously, the Beliebers for Justin Bieber, Directioners for One Direction. Uh, I know that I think it's Lady Gaga's The Little Monsters. And there's one prominent Australian figure who is long overdue their own fan club. And do you know what? I'm, we're not just starting it tonight. Mm. On air tonight is going to be the first ever meeting of that fan club. <sighs> well... <laughs> I wish you luck. I look forward to witnessing it, Dom, and this will be your time to fly. Will you come along and bring a plate to share for the fan club, or are you just going to stay out of that one? I will consider myself the adult chaperone, I think. <laughs> so I'll wait in the car, in the car park, yep. and um, listen to the AM radio. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, I ran into somebody from my past today who probably shouldn't have remembered me. Really? What happened? Well, this is the kind of person that I don't think you want remembering you 10 years-ish on from high school. Okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah? Do you want to take a guess? The librarian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What happened? I was out for lunch at the shops, right? And I was, I was standing in line ordering my food. As I hear from behind me, Dom! <laughs> Which like, was surprising, because that's the loudest you've ever heard her yell. <laughs> Usually you've just heard... <laughs> inside voice. And can I be clear, right? Like, uh, I would see people I went to school with from my grade at school who wouldn't recognise me. But she did. Uh, Mrs. Barker. Of she course, saw Dom. Me. And do you want to explain why she might remember you? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I was that kid who was regularly in the library reading at lunchtime and before school and after school. Weren't and... you at one stage a library monitor? Uh, library assistant. No, they tried. Oh, you to... <laughs> never made monitor. <laughs> they tried to get me for years. I never actually would. would... I never committed full time to the library. Right. You're the bad boy of the library scene. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was slightly above that scene, only just though. Um, anyway, so so she runs over to me and she starts chatting to me about what I'm up to. These and what days. a reunion! I mean, she's been searching for you for years. The best <laughs> library assistant they've ever had. Oh. And then she sees him walking in the supermarket. She has to take the opportunity. I'm spoken about like the prodigy that I was. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, um, your name's up on the board. <laughs> it's like I think there's a wing named after you in the library. Uh, anyway, so so she's asking me what I'm up to these days, and we started chatting about the the old days in the library, and she's telling me that they've changed the classification system, the way they organise the books now. <laughs> and there, there is one stage. And where I mean, like, were you really interested in this? <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, it does sound like a good idea what they've done. <laughs> if I'm honest. What could you do? Uh, Isn't it like either alphabetical oh, no, no. or... As in they've changed where the different genres are, basically. Uh. It's a, look, I can go into library technical talk, but it'll go over your head. Okay, sorry. How much do you know about the Dewey Decibel system? <laughs> <laughs> we can do I'm that just later. one to ten, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so we're chatting for probably like five-ish minutes when somebody else I haven't seen since high school, I've noticed wandering towards us from behind her direction. And suddenly I realise this was the cool kid from my grade. <laughs> Now, in this unbelievable moment of timing and coincidence, <laughs> I haven't seen him since I graduated or her. This happens at the exact same time. I'm chatting to the librarian as he walks towards me. The guy who was so cool at school, he bullied me a little bit. I always wanted his approval. He gives me a look as he walks past and says, I see nothing's changed here. He actually said that. He said, I see nothing's changed here and walked off on and his way. And then he gave you a wedgie <laughs> and said, you're not cool enough to hang out with us. 
Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I think I have a million-dollar idea that I am willing mm. right now to give away free on the radio. So maybe if you're, you know, driving around an Uber or a taxi or you're working a late-night shift thing, get ready to write your resignation letter up because if you take Zach's idea, you might become a millionaire. Now, Dom, you'll know a couple of weeks ago I... Really disrupted the car wash industry. <laughs> oh, people have been talking about this nonstop since you pitched this idea. I had an idea about how to do car washes better. What we need to do in tunnels <laughs> <laughs> yes. is have high-pressure yes. hoses on the sides of them <laughs> shooting in. Now, Dom, you're not going to believe this. Mm. But while the ink is still drying on that patent... Right, so after you've come up with this great idea, but you didn't rest... You didn't take a day off. I've had another idea. (laughs) Dom, lightning (laughs) has struck again. Okay. I think I have re-revolutionised the car wash industry. Okay. They're going to say Zuckerberg. Yep. Musk. Edison. Yep. Manda. (laughs) I think I have a brand new idea Mm. to make car washes way better for everyone. Better than that one? Much better. Oh, jeez. Okay, this is this is intense. Tell me what you think of this, Dom. Am I about to... Am I going to... Are people going to ask me where were you when you heard about this? Is that what this is about to be, that sort of a moment? I think so. Okay. I'm ready. Do you know windscreen wiper jets? Yeah. So this is the thing... Shoot onto your front screen. So if you've got a bit of, I guess, dirt or maybe some bugs on your screen, you, you fire that off and clean them off. Yep. Why don't we cover the car in them? <laughs> He's done it. He's bloody done it. Don't you think? Oh, standing ovation for that one. Why has nobody thought of that? Is, doesn't that work? Oh, my gosh. You just squeeze the trigger in like you do with the windscreen jets. The whole car gets cleaned. <laughs> it's done. Doesn't oh. cost you any money. Can I be in on you with this? 100%. Okay, can we just broadcast our resignation? Because we're off to start this multi-million dollar chain. One tiny little problem. Yeah? I mean, that fluid box already takes up quite a large <laughs> spot in the engine bay. I don't know how much water we'd need, but Dom, oh. we are on the way. <laughs> Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, we are very diplomatic on this show. Mm. Everyone brings ideas, we discuss them together, and we decide what we want to put on the radio. Yeah. However, it seems like, Dom, occasionally (laughs) you want to do stuff Mm. that Michael, our producer, and I maybe aren't as keen on. It's the sort of stuff that goes up on the whiteboard and very quickly has a line through it. And it happens a lot in our planning meetings. And we felt bad. We, we're like, this can't keep happening. So mm. we wanted to give Dom an opportunity, a bit of a chance that you can have a corner of your show that's completely, completely up to you, Dom, and you can do whatever you want. We're handing the reins over to Dom. This is Freedom. I won't lie, Zach, the pressure of this is getting to me. This is so exciting. I've been waiting a long time to be unfiltered on the radio and do what I want to do. Well, the floor is yours, Dom. What would you like to do tonight? (laughs) Well, here's what I'd love to do tonight. Uh, 
this story that's been going around that has caught my attention and I'm not happy about it. Mm. Do you like the Pharrell music continuing to play, by the way? Yeah, or do you I like it. Keep it going. So you know, obviously, that the uh, the cyclone has hit up in North Queensland today and all the journalists are up there covering this story, mm-hmm. including Sunrise's David Kosh. Koshy from Sunrise. And one of the residents in North Queensland did something that I'm not very happy with. As a big Koshy fan, they painted F off Koshy on their boarded up house. <laughs> <laughs> because they're going through the cyclone and they didn't want Koshi there. I think, you know, the people who are experiencing it, <laughs> yep. they can have a say on who they want there and no. who they don't want there. <laughs> and <laughs> Koshi might just annoy them, Dom. No, I'm not okay with this. Koshi is a, an Australian icon. You know I've been a big Koshi fan for years, Zach, and here's what I'm thinking, right? Mm. This is what I want to do on Freedom tonight with me having the power of the show. Yep. On 131060... Uh, it's been so long overdue. Yep. I want to start the official Koshi fan club. And I've even got a name for it. It's Koshi's Mosh. Because, <laughs> you know, Mosh Pit. Right. Koshi's Mosh. How does that sound? Um. <laughs> <laughs> it fits in this segment. <laughs> so look, no, I'll try to well, support you, Dom. Look, yeah. I think... Um, <laughs> You have experience with fan clubs or clubs in general. Sure. You led the teddy bear club in primary school. I did. In high school, you were in the Mika fan club. <laughs> yes, I was. Uh, if you guys remember that singer. Yep. <laughs> so and so now, as an adult, you want to extend it to the Koshi fan <laughs> oh, club. Justin Bieber's got his own fan club. Lady Gaga does. One Direction do. Koshi doesn't. So 131060, I really need you here, Australia. <laughs> Anybody who likes David Kosh. And you know what? I'm not setting the bar too high. You don't have to love Koshi. <laughs> You don't have to know his his whole catalogue like I do. Uh, I'll tell you why I'm laughing, Australia. Um, (laughs) Because the reason Dom said the number the second time is (laughs) because I'm currently looking at the board and we're not getting anyone to join the fan club. Please, guys. I mean, look, whether anyone calls or not, Zach, after the song, we're going to have the first ever meeting of the Koshi fan club. If it's just me, it'll be just me. But the Koshi fan club... And it'll be the teddy bear club all over again. (laughs) But look, the Koshi Fan Club is starting right now. So if you don't mind, and I'm changing change it from love to like to don't mind. If you are impartial, if, you, if you're happy to sign up for the David Koshi. It's just the Koshi Club, the, not Fan Club. If you're happy to sign up for the, the, the first ever Koshi Fan Club, 131060, I need to have the first ever meeting of the Koshi Fan oh, Club. Oh, here next. we go, Tom. Some uh, fans coming through. Keep calling, everybody. Keep calling, Australia. <laughs> Up till this point, mm. Dom had been banned from talking about Koshi. <laughs> there was too much Koshi talk. You might, we were we'll just like, okay, that's enough about Koshi. Oh, no, this is not a joke. You sat me down for a meeting about my Koshi conversation a little while ago on the show. And the conversation was felt with a K as well for alliteration. <laughs> I should get you to help me name the group. That's not bad. Uh, so, Dom, what did you want to do? You wanted to start a Koshi fan club. Yeah. Amazingly, yes. I was surprised. People have called <laughs> up to join the club. So, look, 131060, if you are a Koshi fan, if you want to be in on the first ever meeting of the Koshi fan club, we're sitting right now. And believe it or not, Zach, we have a real human member joining me in the first uh, sitting of the Koshi fan club. Imogen's in Melbourne. Imogen, welcome to the Koshi fan club. Hello. Imogen, how long have you loved Koshi? Well, at first, he actually annoyed me with his voice, but... Mm. Oh, Imogen, get out of the club. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. I'm not... I don't want... Good on you, Imogen. Seriously. Uh, You came in here and you express your opinion, and that's fine. We... we, we, What? Are you censoring the fan club? This is the Koshi fan club. I don't want people... Freedom of speech, mate. Sam is in Melbourne. Now, Sam, you want to join the Koshi fan club, don't you? No, I don't. Um, (laughs) Koshi's a Koshi. What was that? 
Oh, gosh, she's terrible. You need to make Cobb Carl. Oh, you want to... <laughs> Cobb Carl's a good name. Has the Today uh, Show sent you, Sam? Because I will not stand for this side of betrayal in the Koshy fan club. This is... You know what's happening? This is like I've rented out the town hall for the night. I've set out the shared food and drink for everybody. I've rocked up ready to talk my favourite Koshy moments. And what we've had is someone come in and say he used to annoy me and someone being sent by Carl Stefanovic to pay out the club. Yes, there are a lot of insiders in this... Uh... <laughs> Fan club trying to take it down from the inside. Uh, Silvio in Sydney, please tell me you're genuinely a Koshi fan. Um, I'm honestly just here to support you, so I'm going to be impartial and just say sure. Oh, Silvio, uh, and I don't. I mean, that's all you could hope for. <laughs> yeah, I'm it's a little. Something, isn't it? I'm a little disappointed. I mean, but look, you know what? It's like um, you know, maybe your friends and family. Maybe they will feel like they will support you on your endeavours that necessarily they might not be into, but they're there for you anyway. Uh, are you regretting making so many finger sandwiches, Dom, <laughs> for just you and Sylvia? I might have advocated, but <laughs> we, we also have Crystal and Shepparton. Now, Crystal, you're my last hope. You're the last person who's called through. Please tell me you actually want to join my Koshi fan club. I actually want to join your Koshi oh, fan yes! club. Oh, we have a genuine member. <laughs> Thank you, Crystal. How long have you been a Koshi fan? Um, I've probably been watching it for about three years. You big so. Sunrise fan, yep. Yeah. Krista, would you yeah, consider I... would you consider Koshi a, a sex symbol? A sex symbol? Yep. Um the shiny head gets me good. <laughs> yep. Um <laughs> I'll give him a yes. I'll vote, vote yes for Koshi. She'd swipe right. Hold on a second. I just need to write that down in the minutes of the meeting. Yeah. Uh, Koshi, yes, sex. Well, actually, Crystal, while we've got you, the Koshi fan club does need uh, a treasurer. Do you mind filling that position? <laughs> I'll do it. You'll do it? Great. There you go, Doug. Okay. And I'm wondering, too, where did you get all these posters on the wall? <laughs> does Koshi know you have them? They're a bit weird. Well, that concludes the first ever sitting of the Koshi Fan Club. That's right. We asked for the whole country. Call us if you're a Koshi fan. We have one legitimate caller. Yeah. But at least, you know, Crystal and I can keep this club going for years well, Dom, to come. The club's already more successful than the teddy bear club you had in <laughs> primary school. So I'd like to congratulate you for that. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News today, Pete Evans spoke about his hair and makeup routine. And guess how quickly it takes... Six to eight weeks, maybe three months. Also, Pauline Hanson thought that Voldemort was the good guy in Harry Potter. Yes, I do apologise. I am wrong, all right? I've, I was of the opinion that I did read that that was the case. Um, apparently it's not. And Donald Trump spoke about using common sense when making decisions. That's not going to happen, OK? It's not going to happen. We're not going to allow that to happen any longer. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. If you've listened to the show before, you'd know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And it's so easy to get onto Collective Noun Forum, Zach. In fact, too easy, maybe? I think it's the appropriate level of easiness, Dom. Okay, well, all you do have to do to get on there is head to iTunes, search for Collective Noun, leave a five-star rating, that's your ticket price, onto the forum, and then write whatever you want in the review. You can go wild once you're in. What reviews do we have this week? Uh, firstly, Cherryberry15 has left a review, Zach. They just want to say that apparently you and I are quite easy to listen to, and they enjoy the lightheartedness of what we do. That's good. We're not really hitting any heavy issues. No. However, the difference between... <laughs> The strawberry milks, yes. I think, had gone too long without someone making a comment on it. 
You know what? And I'm we were su- the only ones brave enough to do it. I'm surprised the big investigative journalists in the world hadn't covered the taste differences between the strawberry milks. Yes. They're too caught up with war, with conflict, with maybe politics. When are they going to cover Nesquik? Speaking of the light nature of the program, <laughs> yes. what's your attitude towards light milk? Light milk? Oh, not a fan. Not I mean, a fan. it's look, it, it's if if you've got nothing else in the house, drink your light milk. Certainly, it's better than nothing, <laughs> um, and it's certainly better than the soy milk you made me drink last week. There's How about UHT? Like uh, the shelf, actually, the stuff you can put on the shelf. Quite a fan of that. Really? I'm under UHT actually. Yeah, I could I could drink a whole uh, liter of that in one sitting. No, because I um, you know how they have You've them. Got to stop making <laughs> statements like that. <laughs> Oh, jeez, I really do, don't I? Um, oh, no, you know when you go to hotels, they'll mm. have those milks in the mm. fridge. There's like two or three of the small ones. When I was a kid... You, me don't, and, you don't drink them like shots, do you? Oh, me and my younger brother would compete. In fact, my had to settle many arguments about who got the milk in the fridge. <laughs> really? Yes. Every time we went to our hotel room, there were numerous fights about like, Mum, Dom drank both of the milks. <laughs> and I'm sure that's a sentence that was said <laughs> A lot in your house. Oh, seriously. Some people go on holidays and they're excited about going to the beach or going to a theme park. Not in our family. In our family, yeah. it was who's getting the long life milk. You know, when you go into a hotel and everyone's really <laughs> excited, it's like, look at the view. Oh man, they've got a spa in here. <laughs> You're like, uh, how many milks did I get? Oh, there was one. Oh my gosh. Like there's one place we stayed in, in Tasmania some years ago when I was younger and you went in there and they had like popper sized long life milks and like four of them. Seriously, Hudson and I were drunk. We were just, we totally lost ourselves Is in the milk. Hudson a milk fan as well? Uh, he was. I think he's grown out of it. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, All I have not. All the more for you, hey? <laughs> well, that's it. No, no, actually, he's not grown out of it. He would probably be a milk fan. He wouldn't like me classifying him as one, mm. but he would be a milk well, fan. Well, you're a milk family. Mil- I'd say the Faye family is a milk family. And you know what? I want us to be known as that going forward. <laughs> so, uh, look, thank you so much, Cherryberry15. Um, we've also heard from Jen's Insanity on the forum. Uh th- she says that her review tonight comes in several parts. Okay. Firstly, she's flattered that we mentioned or briefly read her Twitter. I think that was because you referred to Jen's Insanity as being a journalist or possibly right. a journalist because yes. you um, saw her Twitter bio. That's right. And I said, we've got the media listening into this show. Well, she says, I'm not a journo, but you sort of remembered along the right lines. I'm okay. not entirely sure what... Actually, Marco, can you bring up Jen's Insanity's Twitter bio while you're there? What suspense we're building on this? What is her Twitter bio going to say? It's loading. Yep. (coughs) She's a newsroom employee. Oh, there you go. Right, okay. Journalist adjacent. (laughs) You're in the same room as some journalists. That's interesting. That's cool. Uh, The second part of Jen's Insanity's review, uh, multi-part review, is how did the two of you meet and how did you decide to make a show? Now, I think we touched on this last week. Um, uh, so this review must have come through before that podcast. Mm. Basically, I messed you over in a uni shoot and my way of making it up to you over the many years has been to do a radio show with you. Sure. I mean, that's maybe what it's going to say in your book. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. When my book comes out, you're going to have to do like a special with 60 minutes to dispel the, the, <laughs> the, the mistruths in the book. I'll be like, well, you know, those <laughs> things did happen. <laughs> It's not exactly this, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we were making videos mm. first and foremost, weren't yes, we, Dom? We were making videos, and that tr- when we were both doing radio separately, mm. and so it kind of made sense. It was a, it was like um, you know, when when people come together and they just realise this is right. There's something here that feels right. That's nice, and that's how I describe it to my friends and family. I'm sure you do the same. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, thirdly, uh, she wants to know if there's a, a way to listen to our first podcasts. Apparently, she's finished listening to almost all the ones available on iTunes. Uh, mm. I think we they do cut off after a certain limit. I think. 30? Something like that. Um, if, if you're hearing this... Is me- the Rio Breakfast 
breakfast show still up? Uh, I'll check. If the Rio breakfast show is... That was our Olympics breakfast show from last year. That was good fun. I mean, you'd need to remember all the topical jokes about Rio to understand the show. Stuff mm. about... Remember the, the diving pool changed colour? That's right. Good times. You'd have to, <laughs> if you remember the topical stuff like that, you'll enjoy the Rio breakfast <laughs> sure, show. maybe. Um, and lastly, uh, Jensen Saturday says she's riding from New Zealand this week rather than Sydney. So, do you know, even though she's a really? Sydney sider normally, it's nice to know the podcast has travelled with her. And a shout out to any other New Zealand podcasters. Yeah. Um... I would love to do a tour of New Zealand. A collective noun tour of New Zealand? No, just myself. <laughs> Can I come? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate you. No, I have been actually thinking about doing it. Really? Uh, the Milford Track, I want to walk it. Well, you've done New Zealand before, haven't you? You and your wife have been over there. We drove around it, yeah. Yeah. But I want to walk. Do you know the Milford Track? I don't know the Milford Track. I'm not a walker either. No, you're really so, not. Um, you know, it'd take a bit of training, but that's yep. a that's a goal I'm putting out there. How many kilometres is the Milford track? I don't know, a lot. Have it, you would have seen Milford Sound before. It's like classic, Michael's been to Milford Sound. Okay. It's like classic uh, mountains into water. It looks like very Jurassic. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it looks right. like it's from Jurassic Park and you can like walk over the ridge or something. Well, you started doing the walk, would you plug your iPhone in and play the Jurassic Park music of when uh, they, the first thing the dinosaurs? <laughs> you know what I'd do? Because yep. a lot of people walk this track. Yeah. I would hide in a bush. With the speaker, with the speaker. Okay. And at the point where you come over the ridge and you see like a great view. <laughs> and I just like turn it up really loud. <laughs> I'd be like, where is that coming from? Does it just automatically play? Uh, look, I love the fact that, that that would be your holiday, just amusing yourself by playing that theme for people as they enjoy their trip. Yeah, and my wife would be like, hey, how long are we going to spend here? We haven't seen someone for six hours. I'm like, no, this is going to be a great joke. We've been here for two weeks, Zach. Come on. Uh, we've also heard from Brit55 uh, on the forum. Uh, saying that her boyfriend and her listen to us all the time and enjoy the videos, and then ends with a comment, which I think we can use on the poster, Zach, that everybody needs to listen to these guys. That's nice. Um, I'm not sure about needs to. Uh, I don't know if we are. Are we a needs podcast? I think there's a lot of people in the world getting by just fine. <laughs> Having never heard us. But I would love to put that on the poster. Okay. So you think maybe we're part of your essentials? Uh, five veg. <laughs> exactly. Two fruit and one podcast every day. Well, that's it. I think it is need to listen to the show, not want. I yep. mean, you know what? Maybe you don't want to listen to the show. Yeah. Maybe you don't enjoy yeah, it. Yeah. Some people don't like eating broccoli, but you need to eat it. <laughs> you need to sit down and have your vegetables and listen to the Collective Noun podcast. You're not getting up. <laughs> Till you finish the podcast. You can't listen to anything else until you finish Zach and Dom's show. Uh, look, that is all I've got time for on the forum in this edition. Uh, if you do want to join the forum, and we'd love to have you on board, please do go to iTunes, search for Collective Noun, pay your ticket price in. That's a five-star rating. Whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, it's that time every week where we get to celebrate low phone batteries. Low battery limbo. If you have a phone battery 20% or less, give mm. us a call on 131060. Dom, we are trying to find the lowest phone battery in the country. We're on the tropical island, Zach. It's limbo time. People are going to start going under the bar. Do you want to put your uh, your flower necklace on? It's always on, Dom. I never oh. take it off. I will put another one on, though. No, absolutely put that on. I've got my grass skirt ready to get some limbo going. And, Dom, it looks good with how you shake your <laughs> hips like that. It really sways oh, in the wind. Thank you so much, mate. I think we've got Corey in Melbourne as our first contestant. Corey, what's your phone battery? Uh, 5% man. Woo! 5%? Whoa, that starts low. Whoa! Oh, we've gone right down low, right off the bar. And Corey, that's what we like to see in um, the limbo room. Okay, I'm, I, I'm not sure if that was what was intended. Did someone jump the line there, Dom, do you think? <laughs> I think someone's jumped the line, but Jess is in Sydney. Jess, what's your phone battery? 
My battery is six percent, and I'm so excited! Oh, thank you so much, Jess. Unfortunately, six is too high, so you don't make it under the bar tonight, Jess. But, but it's all about the attitude. Thanks for playing anyway, and looks like a great pina colada you've got there. Ash is on the Central Coast. Ash, what's your phone battery? Mine was on three, but it's now on one percent. Oh, Ashley! Hold on. What's that? Time's up already. Time's up already. It's a short oh, round I tonight. I can't believe this. Oh. Our third person. Our third person. Time is up on one percent. Ash, you are our winner of the lowest phone battery in the country. Thank you, thank you. I'm ecstatic about oh, it. Oh, Ash, do you want to know your prize on the island resort today? And what would that be? Uh, you get a free paddleboarding lesson out on the beach tomorrow morning with one friend. Oh, that's great. If my phone stays on 1%, I might actually be able to give them my details. Oh, that's good, Ashley. <laughs> and uh, make sure you're down at the beach bright and early at 8 o'clock yep. because uh, the tour group does leave then. Don't want to be left behind. Oh, uh, it was a short round of low battery limbo, Zach, but it was just as fun. Short and punchy, and that's fine, Dom. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, it's getting harder and harder to tell the real technology from the fake technology. That's why we do this. App or crap. The way this works, Dom, is I have two apps in front of me. One is real, mm. one is made up. I'm going to pitch them at you. You've yep. got to tell me which is which. Okay, so you, you've got a theme every time we do this. What's today's theme? Dogs. Dogs. My favourite theme of all. Okay, dog apps. I don't know if I've got any dog apps on my phone. Um, I wouldn't imagine so, Dom. I don't picture you as a dog lover. I am a dog well, No, I... you're a particular. You only like one dog. My dog. Yeah. That's right. And loosely classified as a dog. <laughs> He's a dog. Often confused for other animals. <laughs> rodent, Shut a large up. guinea pig. No. It looks a lot like a large guinea pig. Not, you can't deny that. He, I will not have you pay out Bobby on air, and we've chatted about this before. Leave Bobby out of this. Okay, the first one is described as a Tinder for dogs. <laughs> it's okay. called Bark Happy. Yep. And it's an app similar to Tinder where dogs have a profile yeah. and they can find other dogs. Now, it's not to mate. It's just to be mates, I guess. Okay. And so uh, you can add people to your wolf pack. So, sorry, add dogs to your wolf pack. <laughs> yep. And then you can meet up with them at the local dog park and so stuff like that. is the idea that the dog swipes left or right on the phone well, screen? Obviously, it's not going to be the dog. Okay, so if I had a dog, yes. well, I do have a dog, but if I'm sitting there as a dog owner and I'm swiping left or right on who I want my dog to play with, what other dogs? Is uh, that kind of it? Basically. I'm not sure if they do the swipe, yep. but um, yeah, basically. Okay, it. right. Interesting. Uh, so that's bark happy. Our uh, second one... Yes, yeah, sir. I was just going to say, I thought that might have been, you know, swapping left or right on, on dogs you want to give a pat to, because that'd be a great app that idea. That is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, the next one is kind of similar to that. It's okay. um, called Walkies. Okay. And this is like an Uber Ooh. for dogs. Just be careful. I hope my dog isn't listening to the radio, because anytime anyone says <laughs> yeah, that word... Yeah, there's been uh, some ears <laughs> picked up across the nation. Absolutely. Uh, this is like the Uber for dogs, right? So you know when Uber first started, at least from my memory, it yep. wasn't meant to be for like professional drivers. It was like, if you're going somewhere, mm. someone else might also be going in that direction. Yeah, yeah, So definitely. you can jump in and get a lift. Yeah. This is the idea with walkies. So if you're going for a walk around your neighborhood... <laughs> You can sign up for this app, and let's say you go past a house and you're oh, coming yeah. back to the house. That's great. You can walk their dog for a small fee. That's great. So it's great. like you're going for a walk anyway. Mm. You get to walk some dogs. You get to meet the dogs in the neighborhood. Wow. Do you give like a review like an Uber? Do you give them a five-star rating? How does that work with walkies? Yeah, I assume there would be a rating system so that yep. you'd know who's good at walking. Maybe you could bring, instead of having mints in the car, you can bring <laughs> dog treats with you. Stuff poo, like that. The, the poo bags for the walk, that sort of stuff. So, Dom, we have 
bark happy mm. and walkies? Which one's real? Which one's fake? You know what? I'm so happy and proud of humanity that one of those two things is real. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just want to start with that. What an amazing achievement we've done as a species to get to that level. Um, I think logistically walkies would have a major issue. What's this that? is my concern. Well, that a do- uh, you know a, a walk normally is not something you're planning hours in advance. It normally is just like we'll go for around the block now. Do you know what I mean? No, some people walk every day. Of course you do, every day after work. Okay, no, that's true. I guess I guess you could plan ahead for your dog to get out. No, just because you never walk. <laughs> or exercise I guess, full stop. I guess you could plan ahead to, to get your dog on a ride sharing type app. Um but you what know. What do you what? want? Just tell me which one is real. I reckon the first one, the dog tinder's real. Ah. Oh. <laughs> yes, you're right. It's not the better app, though, is it? It's not the better app. We should change this. What's yep. the better app? Can I come up with a better app than the one that's actually exists? Oh, Walkies is a better app. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I don't appreciate you coming on here and poking holes in it <laughs> because that's not an issue. Uh, in terms of the radio codes and practices, though, are we allowed to say walkies on air? Uh, or is that preaching? Yeah, there's, apparently, after 10 o'clock, there's no dogs listening, so <laughs> it's fine. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.